What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to From Unworthy to Unstoppable. I'm your host, Katie, and today's episode is all about how to manage your energy and why that's actually more important than managing your weight. So I hope you get a ton of value out of this. We're going to break it down and talk about how you can shift your energy and make sure that it's always rising in a positive direction so you experience the momentum that you're looking for within your journey. I hope you get a ton of value out of this. When you do, make sure you screenshot it, share it into your stories, Send it to somebody you know and love and care about. And if you're feeling called to it, feel free to drop me those five-star reviews. I love and appreciate every single one of you. And I hope you enjoy this episode of the show. But let's talk about how managing your energy is more important, in my opinion, than managing your weight. And how that all ties in with the live that I did yesterday about trusting the process and not getting so fixated on a simple number, whether that's, you know, your sales volume, your bank account number, or, or even the scale number, of course. Um, and the reason that I say managing your energy is more important than managing your weight is because have you guys heard of this little devil called cortisol? Anybody, <laughs> anybody just lived their entire life in a massive amount of cortisol, a massive amount of stress, just anxiety and things have always been something that you have dealt with. Um, I was talking to Garrett a couple days ago about this and uh, it's interesting because when I manage my stress, I see a ton of movement in the scale. But truthfully, I didn't know that I was that stressed out. Like it is just normal for me at this point. So when my coach asked me like, how are your stress levels? And I was like, it's good it's good. It's not like we're flipping our house again. Like I feel fine. But when you really dive into it, you're going to notice how much anxiety and tension you have around your day-to-day -day life. So I was reading an article this morning that was really interesting about the effects of cortisol. Um, and it kind of blew my mind. Okay. Cause we all know that like stress can be really harmful as far as like a weight loss journey when you're prepping, it's like really intense, right? Um, we can all understand that how stress can like trigger anxiety and can make you sleep poorly and that kind of thing. But did you also know that stress levels increase your hunger? They reduce your immune system's ability to function. It increases your inflammation. It increases your fatigue. It increases the probability that you would be somebody that suffers from depression or mood swings. Guys, <laughs> just try heart below if you already see where this is going okay have you noticed the spike in our entire world essentially in you know different um mental health problems so depression anxiety uh you know adhd so the ability to focus goes down when you're stressed out um and it, it reduces the amount of quality sleep that you're able to get it can cause migraines if you're somebody that suffers from migraines it increases fat storage, particularly around your midsection. So if you are somebody that just has this like extra padding <laughs> that you're having a really hard time getting rid of, or it spikes suddenly and you're like, what happened? I didn't change anything. More than likely, cortisol is to blame. It also, this one blew my mind too, because I have a friend who recently has like, she's just been really challenged with some of the things that are going on in her weight loss journey and her health journey. And it says that cortisol can reduce your insulin sensitivity. So like what that means is it reduces your ability to respond to sugar quickly. And it instead causes you to store it as fat and improve, increases your chance of becoming a diabetic. What? 
what? Okay, so we know, like, we know that nutrition is an issue, especially in the United States, right? Like, that's just a given, You get right? If you just, if you agree with me, just say agree in the comments. Nutrition is a problem, for sure. I am not, like, I'm not saying that that's not the issue. But also, we know how fast-paced life is right now. We know how stressful life is right now. And we also know that the numbers of people that are pre-diabetic and diabetic are climbing immensely. Like if we put it, I'm curious, actually, maybe I'll look it up later. But like if we put a graph of like mental health illnesses in one graph and topped it on top of that with like diabetic numbers, I kind of wonder if there's a correlation. Like it blew my mind. I was reading this. So Andy says, is that why you and Blaine joked about, yes, it is. It is exactly why we were joking about a, uh, a bath and a glass of wine, because I need to work on my, my stress control for sure. So I'm like, I'm curious if there's like a correlation between the number of people that are experiencing metabolic dysfunction or changes in their ability to process sugar, to digest sugar and metabolize sugar, and the skyrocketing numbers of mental health illnesses. Like, obviously, being in a pandemic and being isolated affects that as well. But, like, it's also stressful. So it kind of is just, I don't know. It blew my mind. If this blows your mind, just drop me some mind-blown emojis in the comments below, okay? So we all know that, like, obviously, we've known. And if you don't know now, you know, <laughs> right? Um, we know how powerful cortisol can be in affecting our journey. But how do we fix it? Like, how do we deal with it? And this has been something that I've been really trying to research and get better at this week because I didn't realize how sensitive I was to cortisol. I didn't realize how sensitive I was to stress. Like I said in the beginning, like it didn't feel different to me. Like it just, I didn't feel stressed out. It's just my normal everyday life. I'm used to it. It's not like we're flipping a house. That was the most stressful thing I've ever done in my life. Okay. That I knew I was stressed out, but otherwise I don't feel it. And it's interesting to me, though, like when you put the action in to make sure that you are naturally dealing with your stress levels, reducing your stress levels, how much more effective your health journey can be. OK, so how do we do that? Um, I came across a ton of ways this week, because like I said, I'm trying to work on this and I'm going to share them with you. And the last one is going to like blow your mind. OK, because this is this was like the game changer for me. Uh, first idea is listen to music. We all know that like high vibe music can help us get out of a funk, right? Like if you like to dance it out, just drop me some dance emojis in the comments. I am definitely somebody that does that at least once a day, if not more than that. If I feel my energy flip and kind of get crappy, I'll get up and dance it out. Super powerful for sure. Um, spend time with animals. I mean, who on here loves their pets? Are you a dog mom, a cat mom? I know some of you have lizards, some of you have birds. Let me know. Let me know what your pet is in the comments. Spend more time with them. There is something about a connection with an animal that naturally reduces your cortisol levels. So it's very powerful, okay? Exercise, of course, we know that. But on the flip side, this, this is how dumb our bodies are, in my opinion. On the flip side of that, exercise is very powerful at reducing your stress levels. But when you exercise, you stress your body out. <laughs> so, Over-exercise can also increase cortisol levels, so it's kind of a catch-22, but I don't think anybody's going to argue that exercise is not something good to do, okay? So do it, um, just don't overtrain is kind of the, the lesson there. Your animals cause you stress. <laughs> That's because you're a cat mom. <laughs> If you were a dog mom, it wouldn't be so bad, Annie. <laughs> 
Um, journaling and meditation, of course, we know we've been told that before, but how many of us actually take time out of our days to really sit down and think about like what's on our mind, what's bothering us, what's like, you know, what may be causing some of that anxiety and frustration in our lives. If you don't sit down and like actually put pen to paper and figure it out, sometimes it just gets buried and builds up. We're all, I, I know that I'm guilty of that. If you are guilty of that as well, just say guilty in the comments. Cause I know we tend to just bottle it and pack it down, right? So journaling and meditation can be super powerful, especially because if you have been somebody that constantly pushes things down, my senior dog is like pacing. He gets, he gets worried um, and he's clicking his toenails. Um, so anyway, like if you're somebody that constantly bottles things up and you're constantly like packing things down, it may have gotten to the point that you don't even realize what those emotions are that you're still carrying forward. So meditation is really powerful because it gives you a moment to really dig into that and allow those to come forth so that you can actually work through them rather than just avoiding them. Um, I'm an avoider. If you're an avoider, just drop a void in the comments below because uh, that's me too, for sure. Uh, love my cats except for the nap or my glass of water. <laughs> yeah, that would be frustrating for sure. Um, I don't think I like cats because I always feel judged and I, I don't know. I don't need that. I don't need that in my house. Um, okay. So next is laughter. So one of the reasons I love doing these lives in the morning is because I laugh at myself pretty much the whole time. You may or may not have noticed this, but like I, I personally don't take myself seriously 90% of the time. And I think more of us need to just have the ability to do that. Laugh at yourself a little bit more. Get together with friends that make you laugh. Um, laughter is just good for the soul in general. Um, helps you to realize how many blessings you actually have in your life and helps you to see a little bit more of the positive side. So you could drop me some laughing emojis in the comments. Um, I also used to spend time on TikTok for this reason. It has now become an obsession. So I'm trying to like back away from that a little bit. Uh, but whatever that is for you, may watch a funny comedy if you have some time in your day. But I, I really genuinely believe like interactions with people that raise your energy and raise your ability to just laugh at yourself are, are way more powerful than any source of entertainment would ever be. Um, massage is a really good one. Um, a lot of us actually have, uh, I don't know if you guys know the five lungs love languages. We'll do that on a different live, but you can just drop five below if you do. A lot of us are actually a touch love language and literally massage helps that to be fulfilled, like in some ways, obviously there's you know, there's different aspects of it. Um, but as humans, we have a desire to be touched. Like, and I don't mean that in a sexual way. I just mean like human contact is really powerful on a, like a physiological level. So massage is actually really powerful for lowering cortisol levels. So if you needed permission to go schedule yourself massage, here it is. Here it is, girls. Just tag your husbands and boyfriends in the comments and tell them, you know, I need to lower my cortisol levels. Didn't you hear all of the things it's doing to me in the beginning of this? Um, I'm going to schedule them for next week. Not going to lie. All right. Um, therapy is a really good one. Again, it gives you the ability to start talking about those things that you're bottling up and pushing down um, and to work through some of that. There's absolutely no shame in going to see a therapist. I think every single person needs a therapist. I personally am trying to find one like no shame. No shame, you guys. Every single person on this entire earth needs a unbiased opinion that they can bounce things off of. They need somebody that is not connected to them in any way, shape, or form that can provide an outside perspective. So highly, highly recommend that if you haven't done it. It could be like a mindset coach. It could be a traditional therapist, it, whatever, okay? Just find somebody that you can actually talk to 
that you don't have any other connections with. Because a lot of times, if it's our friends, if it's our family, there's going to be things going on in our life that we don't feel comfortable talking to them about. So a therapist gives you that ability to do that. Sleep. All right. All right. Where, where are my insomniacs? Uh, where are my night owls? Uh, guys, you need to start prioritizing your sleep. You need to, especially if you are dealing with any of those things I mentioned in the beginning, especially if you are trying to, you know, improve your health or your fitness level, like sleep is important. Okay. I'm not going to tell you how much sleep to get. I personally think that that varies for every single person. Yeah, Hallie. Prioritize your sleep, okay? Uh, your body literally metabolizes fat while you sleep. So sleep, okay? Allow your cortisol levels to drop. Allow yourself to finally relax. Allow you to, yourself to make some progress on the scale, okay? There's a reason that like our weight is the lowest in the mornings. <laughs> All right, so just drop sleep in the comments if you know that that is an area that you need to improve on and you need to grow on because uh, that is something I have very, very strongly prioritized in my life and I don't regret it at all. Um, and then this last one, this is the one that I was going to tell you guys about that like, this is my jam. This is where this topic came from. This is why I titled it, your energy is more important than your weight, okay? It is because I truly believe that every single one of us is connected to the universe more so than just this physical body. Okay. There's more to it. Whether you believe you have a soul, whether you believe you have energy, whether you believe in a creator, whether you just believe in the universe, whether you believe in multiple creators, whatever it is that you believe spiritually, this still applies. Okay. You need to spend time reconnecting with the elements of the earth. I don't care what your spirituality is. I don't care what your religion is. This applies. You need to spend time reconnecting with the elements of the earth because they ground you. There are scientific studies that prove this. There are different articles that walk you through it step by step. If you want more information, go find it. It's everywhere. But you have to start thinking how you can actually connect more to the earth and the universe okay i don't like to use the term earth because for me that represents one of the elements okay so let's go through them really quick you will notice you have different preferences to which element you like to spend time in okay for me it's water so we're going to cover that right away there are a lot of water signs i mean maybe you don't believe in signs which sometimes i believe in it sometimes i don't i'm not really sure because i i'm just like side note random tangent i'm supposed to be a pisces but i feel like i don't fit any of that other than the fact that I love water. So I am definitely a water sign. Okay. I gravitate towards water. If you are somebody that gravitates towards the ocean, if you gravitate towards taking baths, gravitate towards having like waterfalls in your house, you gravitate towards lakes, rivers, and that kind of thing, you probably connect with the element of water. Spend more time around it. It grounds you. It has a natural calming effect. There, I swear to God, there is a reason that if I take a hot bath and wake up in the morning, the scale drops every freaking time. It's because I relax, okay? It's because some of that cortisol drops. So maybe that's you. If, that, if you're attracted to water, spend more time around it. Go, go to the lake, go to the river, go, I mean, up here it's frozen, so good luck with that. So I take a lot of baths. 
Um, buy one of those cheap waterfalls you can set up in your office. That is on my, I'm gonna put that on my Amazon wish list today. Just so you have that noise of water in the background. To turn on an app that makes water noises. Okay, whatever you can do. Hey, Heather, thanks for hopping on. Hey, Holly, thanks for rocking. Yeah, water too. Um, I think there's a lot of water signs. I think there's a lot of people that connect with water. Um, they're also learning that there are, I don't know if it truthfully, guys, I'm not a scientist, but they are finding that there is a connection between like those that use water as a cleansing ability, okay? So cleansing bad energy, showers, baths, that kind of thing. Um, they're finding that there's actual scientific research showing that it drops their cortisol level and they return from that at a healthier standpoint in their energy-wise. Like they, they feel better mentally, they feel better emotionally, they feel better physically. So th there's some there's something to it, okay? Um, next element, of course, is fire. Okay, like this one, how many of us, I'm just curious, because I am from a small town in the middle of nowhere, how many of us spent more country nights than we could possibly imagine staring into a fire? Like there was always that time at night that everybody stopped talking and we just stared at the fire. Was it just me? Like, just me? I don't know. Drop me some flames in the comments. If you were somebody that did that all the time too. Again, it gives you that natural cue, basically, to meditate. It allows your brain to start to bring forth those things that you need to work through. And there's something powerful about watching flames. Like, let's just not deny it, right? So maybe you need to have more fires. Like, I'm not telling you to be a pyromaniac, guys, okay? But like, have a fire in your backyard more often. Turn your fireplace on in your house if you have it. If you don't have access to any of that stuff, light a freaking candle, okay? There's no excuses here. You can find something that works for you. Again, turn a noise app on with a fire crickling noise in the background. Whatever it looks like to you, okay? <laughs> yeah, Heather, no pyromaniacs, okay? Um, and then, of course, the... A next element is wind. All right, this one I shouldn't have to explain to you guys, but again, maybe it's just this area. Maybe it's a Midwest thing. I don't know. I don't know. How many of us on a crappy day, unless it's like tundra degrees outside, of course, love to go for a drive and roll down the windows? Just say me in the comments if you do. On a crappy day, there is nothing like rolling down the windows and driving. I'm just like that. Maybe that's just me. I see nobody saying me. So it's apparently just me. Um, but that's wind, guys. That is a way to connect with the element of wind. Again, it's a stress reliever. Find a way to implement it into your life. Maybe that's why I like to sleep with a fan on. I don't I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing at this point. Okay. But like figure out how you can incorporate that into your life as well. And then the final one is earth. And again, there are a ton of articles. There's a ton of studies being done on this that grounding is a very real thing. Meaning, when you can, make sure to go outside barefoot. Connect your physical body with the earth. There is something about the electrons in the earth and the electrons in your body, it actually has a balancing effect. Crazy, I know, like I am, I am, a, like, I am an analytical science brain, so I know some of this sounds like a little woo-woo, a little manifestation-y kind of stuff, but the reason I believe it is because it's being backed by science. So find a way to ground yourself. Um, obviously, those of us that live in the tundra with snow everywhere still, it's a little bit more challenging. But when you get that opportunity, take your shoes off and connect with the ground. Promise you, 
it actually works and it's actually really, really powerful. And you're gonna notice if you start to implement more of these things into your life, your weight loss is going to accelerate. If you can manage your energy, if you can manage your cortisol levels, if you can manage your mindset when you approach a health journey, the results are gonna come naturally. The results are going to accelerate. The momentum is going to build. So that's why I said in the beginning, managing your energy is more important than managing your weight. Figure out how you can shift that mindset and how you can shift that cortisol level so that you focus on an overall well-being. All of you put together is more important than just what the scale says, you guys. And when you can shift that mindset, you're going to see momentum building in your weight loss journey and you're going to see the changes that you've been really frustrated you haven't seen so far i shared with you guys yesterday i was on like a two week long plateau i was extremely frustrated and the moment i shifted my mindset i forgave myself i took a moment to reduce the stress that i didn't know i had everything changed and it's accelerating this entire week so i'm speaking from experience i'm speaking from love i hope you guys got a ton of value out of this if you did Go ahead and share it out. Send it to somebody you love and care about. Share it in your groups wherever you feel it's appropriate.